psychedelics are illegal not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third-story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open to us the possibility that everything we know is wrong. We don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison. Cognitive liberty. The fact that as adults, if we're not hurting anybody else, we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else. Reject authority. Authority is a lie. Information is power. But we have to seize, seize the opportunity. The opportunity. The opportunity. haven't really decided a name for it. Someone, um, I think, tweeted or commented that it's like a stream of consciousness thing, and it, and it kind of is. And that, that's, that's kind of what these solo things are sometimes. Um, you know, many times I'll just get inspired, I'll, I'll have an idea, and I'll be alone. I'll be by myself, and kind of, instead of all, writing it down, I'll just, I'll just hit record, and I'll share it with you guys. And, and the hope here is that that I'm sharing kind of an idea that I'm working out myself and that I'm thinking about. You know, I'm not really presenting this in terms of, of uh, me being like an authority figure on the subject. Uh, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> I've been fortunate enough to, to kind of be exposed to many different perspectives in my life and go down many different kinds of paths. And I think, you know, my being introduced to libertarianism and you know having uh, profound psychedelic experiences has really shaped the way uh you know that i think about the world it has really kind of coalesced and gelled together to kind of form what i interpret to be a sort of you know different different take a different uh approach to to things i think many times people feel like they can't really put me in a box like they can't really figure out exactly what I represent they don't know oh am I am I on the left or am I on the right you know what am, who am I what am I you know and it's just like no you know I'm a I'm a human being uh you know I'm 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 a presence I am I am something that we all are I'm something that we all share that we're all the same you know we're all common we all have the same common cores Hopefully not Common Core. That hopefully that goes away. But we all we all have the same internal structure of being. You know, we, with the with the same wants and desires. You know, all of us that are human for the most part. You know, and uh, so this is uh, this is what I'm going to be. This is what I'm talking about in this episode. In this episode, um, I'm talking about our evolution as civilization. You know, kind of where we've been where where we uh what we've done what we've accomplished you know technology you know how we can work together to accomplish things that we want um and you know how psychedelics uh can can play a part in that and uh and and the power like the real 
true power that they have. And I think that, you know, and I, I've said this on many podcasts and, and I, I have this, I think in the it plays, you know, in the, in the intro music as well, but information is power, you know, and people that control information control that, you know, they hold control, they have the power. And so now we're living in a time where everybody has access to information or, you know, a large percentage of the population, unprecedented percentage of the population of the world is connected and has access to information. It's like, okay, so we're we're winning on these fronts. But anyway, I go into this in the podcast, so I won't go into it here. This is just a, a basic introduction because this style of podcast, um, you know, it, it's just me kind of uh, figuring these thoughts out as I go. You'll notice I'm talking a little bit in a slower pace, but it is this kind of stream of consciousness journey to kind of figure out these thoughts and ideas. And ultimately, I want to share them with you guys. And if you guys, uh, you know, I want to know what you think. And if you're inspired, you know, message me, tweet at me, like, let me know, you know, let me know what you think about these kinds of things. Challenge me if you if you have questions or if you have different kinds of uh, ideas, I want to know about them. Um, you know, that's why I do this thing. It's to create an open dialogue about these big ideas that we don't really get to hear about on a daily basis. And so, you know, I think I start off this, this show talking about, you know, the idea of teams, you know, people have a tendency to, to think in terms of sides, you know, that there's good guys and then there's bad guys, you know, that's, that's kind of the way that we've all been conditioned to, to look at the world in terms of, uh, this duality, like, you know, there's, there's a good and there's a bad, you know, there's good people in the world and there's bad people in the world. And, you know, I have to admit, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I was a very, uh, you know, I grew up in New York. I was a, Dem you know, my parents were Democrats. I was, I was in a very liberal area. You know, the narrative that I believed growing up was that, uh, you know, the Republicans are evil people that, uh, people that live in the middle of the country are all hicks they're all idiots and that the only intelligent people are the liberals who live in new york and california and so on and uh the coastal cities and that we're compassionate and you know that that is the narrative that's what i was sold that's what we we believed and so you grow up with this tendency to kind of think that there are these sides you know that there's there's the good people and there's evil people you know, but, you know, the powers that be, they want it that way. You know, they keep us divided. So we, you know, so we can't get together and unify because that's the most frightening thing is when everybody gets together in one common, you know, working towards one common goal. They want to keep us divided so, you know, they could benefit off of, uh, of that. So we're not paying attention to them and they're, you know, George Carlin always would say, you know, we're not paying attention and they run away with all the money. So I go into that, I talk about that in this episode, and I, and I talk about just like our technology, you know, like how we've developed. I mean, we've advanced our technology to such a great point. I mean, on multiple fronts, uh, this amazing internet technology, and also war. You know, we forget about the technology of war. You know, the technology to, to, to nuke the entire planet, to kill everyone, you know, end all life on Earth. You know, this is another huge theme that I try and, you know, address in this issue, uh, in this episode. And really, I think it's more important now than ever. We do have a person that's that's heading up our country that has unprecedented uh, level of power with Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, 
the, the, we're not, you know, monkeys throwing shit at each other anymore. You know, we're 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 fully we're more evolved, and we have the power to actually, you know, instead of clubbing someone over the head, you know, maybe you kill a couple people. You know, we've seen this advancement in warlike technology through the years. The more and more technology advances, the more and more people die. And so this is something that we have to be careful with. You know, this is something that we have to really be careful with because we've evolved on that technological front. But we've we've all, we've been neglecting the spiritual, the mental, the, the the inner technological front. And that's the most important thing. That's the thing that's going to keep us from obliterating ourselves. And I and I and and the point that I want to make in this episode is that psychedelics have the power to save the world psychedelics done in a responsible setting with with in a responsible way with people you know in a, in a trusting environment and in so, in certain cases in ceremonial ways in in ways for healing and therapeutic uses have the power to change the world have the power to increase human happiness peace prosperity wealth everything it increases empathy it connects you all the things that people say when they take psychedelics when they have profound psychedelic experiences is that it connects you it makes you feel like we're all one you know love is 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 something that everybody feels in terms of that these are all true things so these cannot be bad things these cannot be things that are uh, kept from us from experiencing and yes I know that you know meditation and holotropic breathing and the Wim Hof method and all these other ways are other great ways to experience uh, transcendent states and alternative uh, consciousness experiences but the power of psychedelics as Aubrey Marcus says they're earth movers you know these are the things that just completely shake off all the gook and you know I'm, I'm going into more of what I kind of already talk about on this show so I'm gonna keep this very brief but basically I just wanted to do a little bit of an intro to to let you guys know kind of what I'm gonna be covering what I'm talking about because you know, obviously, I, I was high and I'm, and I'm rambling on stuff and I'm kind of figuring out these ideas. But I think it's a good episode. I think I say a lot of interesting things. So please, you know, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy. Thanks. There's a, a big disconnect, I think, uh, in our country. And it seems to be that there's there's a, a right side and a wrong side. I think most people have a tendency to think in those terms. You know, I think most people generally accept an eye-for-an-eye eye type of theory or principle to live by, you know. I think there's there's really nothing more powerful than peaceful resistance. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, and it's like 
people that are aggressive, that are uh, trying to make you afraid, they're afraid as well. They're fearful. They're probably some of the most fearful people. And they have a lot of, you know, you don't want, you know, nobody wants to endure the suffering that that being has to suffer. And because they're suffering so much, they project all that suffering out onto the world. And then, you know, I think most people have a tendency to think, well, okay, if there's something coming at us, you know, from from this suffering person who wants, uh, you know, to do terrible things, that we have to, you know, combat that. But I think that just, that just you know, that feeds it more. I think that's one of the things that we should learn from our civilized history, from the history that started with civilizations and uh, empires, kings, you know, that whole era was just a game of conquest and domination. And, you know, we're still in that era, but I think we're, I think we're heading out. I think we are on our way out of that era of conquest and domination, uh, oppression and subjugation. I think there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that it happens with uh, an evolution of consciousness. I think that individuals have to evolve, um, you know, decondition, get whatever, uh, whatever the layers of dirt that you have on you, you know, you got to wash that off and be living very, you know, in the present moment and fully conscious. And I think you'll have a lot of people starting to make a lot better decisions. We'll have a lot more you know, a lot more peace, a lot more prosperity, a lot more working together. Um, Carl Sagan <clears throat> put up, uh, or had a quote that said, um, basically that smoking marijuana, like the fact that smoking marijuana is illegal is one of the most heinous tragedies of all time because it's a drug that helps us build communities with each other and develop friendship and trust and sympathy and empathy it it makes you go inward you know and and the people that oppose that kind of thing you know they they think that it's going to make you go out of your mind you're going to go crazy you know but sometimes in their terms you have to go out of your mind so you can get you know open up your heart a little bit and and just you know that's that's kind of what happens i think is when you when you're able to achieve <clears throat> altered states of consciousness and have time to discover you know inwards into the whatever you want to call it the soul the spirit you know the the astral whatever you want to call it the the inner you 
inside of you. Once you have, once you're able to explore that and kind of know who you are and, and what this world is and what it's all about and, and, and that sort of thing. Once you have time to meditate and reflect and learn that, um, or, you know, it's not like you, you just learn it and then you're like, okay, you know, I learned it and I'm good. It's a constant practice, a constant learning, a constant meditation. Always be the student. I forget who said that, but it was, um, you always want to be the student. You always want to be learning. You always want to be listening. That's something that just hasn't been a part of our culture here. You know, our mainstream culture is not a a culture that is is that way. You know, it's designed uh, it's designed a certain way for a reason. You know, it's it's all to benefit not you, pretty much. Of course, this has been said by many many people, and uh, it's nothing new, but. In order to have uh, an evolution of consciousness, you know, we have to be t- completely 100% totally free in order to have the opportunity to make choices. You know, because I think so much uh, of of that gets taken away from us. You know, the the ability to to make a choice. Um, it seems uh, it seems like from an early age. We are kind of conditioned to accept a kind of regimen, a schedule, um, you know, a sort of kind of having to do of things all the time and and, and that sort of thing. Um, But I think the only way that we're allowed, you know, the the only way that we um, can truly evolve is if we're allowed to, you know, by being free enough to choose to, to do so. You know, just give give people, you know, if you truly want to be a society that prides itself on being free, having liberty, um, you know, just all of the things that you would want to talk about in terms of uh, a place where you live, where you want where you're proud of it. You know, if you're proud of a place that you live in, you want to talk about it. You want to talk about how great it is. Well. It's, uh, you know, it's all, it's all up to our choices in order to want that. And, and those choices, those choices get, you know, kind of maybe, maybe not taken away from us is the word, but like severely manipulated and preyed on. And it's, it's just, it's a very predatory, parasitical culture. Um, that we have. And I think that's just because, well, there's, a, I think there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but I know that, I know that one element is uh, the element of, of the aggressor in the society, the element of, of the, the violent bully. And when you have, when you have somebody that operates in a very cold, uh, mechanical way, that's very aggressive um, violent, you know, murderous, authoritarian, tyrannical, whatever you, you know, when you have that kind of, when you're living in a community that, that kind of views you that way as, um, that views you in the way of, I'm sorry, that views you in the way of like 
potential suspect or, you know, with you're, you're a person that is granted, you know, things that you're allowed to do, you know, by some giant, you know, monolith far away. So there, there's not, there's not a full 100, you know, there's not full freedom for individuals to truly choose to be who they want to be, to choose the kinds of things that they want to engage in. And one of those things is um, psychedelics, psychedelics, you know, drugs. I mean, this, this is, uh, these are, these are, these are tools. These are things that have been used for thousands of years by indigenous tribes and, and, you know, societies all over. And most of the time in these places, very peaceful places, you know, smaller communities where people know, everybody knows everybody else. Um, and that sort of thing. There's a trust and there's a bond built. There's a real respect for human beings and trust for other human beings. And there's a connection. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, but there's a connection that, you know, that to the earth, to the, the, the trees, to the plants, to the animals, to this cosmos, to everything. You know, you, you constantly live in that connected state, in that connected world. And I think that, um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, I'm reading a book right now called Society Against the State, but for whatever reason, the, um, the state was something that arose and hierarchical power structures, you know, started to implement its will um, uh, against, you know, against the will of, of people or maybe those people being coerced and manipulated, they, you know, gave in to what they thought could be potentially a better life. But we, we kind of know, you know, through history from examples of what, what leads to innovation and prosperity and and peace and happiness and, and freedom and that sort of thing. We know about all those good things that we give lip service to, but we so rarely put them into practice anymore. And I think that it's the responsibility of people who understand such a thing like this to stand up and, and speak out and talk about how important it is to have 100% individual ownership over yourself you know, your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, and everything, being able to, um, you know, do what whatever you wish with that body, whatever you put, whatever you want into it, alter it in any way. And, you know, the real fear here is that this will, of course, lead people to, to thinking that maybe they don't need this, uh, you know, authoritarian power. You know, maybe this certain kind of lifestyle that has been given to us, not chosen by us, isn't really particularly what suits us. You know, maybe it would be a better idea to have more liberty, more individual liberty, more cognitive liberty. You know, maybe it would be a better idea to have a, a smaller sized government or lesser government. You know, decentralized, uh, a decentralized, smaller knit communities that 
are allowed to experiment with and use and study and just have fun with psychedelics, cannabis, uh, all kinds of, you know, even uh, ketamine, uh, whatever, you, whatever you wish. You know, these, these are, are great. And, of course, ayahuasca. I mean, how could I forget and leave that out? But I think you would see a total transformation of consciousness in a very short period of time if we had a complete and total freedom in order to build a new world. I mean, you you know, presidents and, and politics and the political game and in the sales game and whatever game, it's all about, you know, embellishing and on how great you're going to do and, you know, make things new and it's all about... You know we're we're so fresh and we're so innovative and you know we're we're making changes that no one else is you know we're doing things that no one else is doing <clears throat> and uh, you know that's all well and good but if you really want real change you you put it into action you don't just talk you know you don't just talk all lofty about these big ideas, you know, so nonchalantly, you know, when, if we're, al we're alive on this planet, I mean, what is the point? You know, we, we have these human bodies and, you know, we know what the, what they can do. We learn what they can do. We learn what we can do with our fingers and we learn what we can do with our feet we start walking and we you know we learn what we can do with our mouth and we start talking and we learn how to use the the body that we're in you know we learn how to use this body that we are and we learn how to you know take information in and we learn how to do things we don't really learn how to we don't really learn how to real really master our mind and this is something i mentioned in the last podcast with Corey allen like you don't we don't teach this stuff in school so you get these inherited belief systems and and that eliminates your ability to have a choice you also have you know the element of force uh in the equation so it limits what you can and can't do <clears throat> so it's all a learning process and you're learning all this stuff all the time. And I think if if we really wanted to build a better tomorrow, if we really, really wanted to, if we really wanted change, if we really, really, truly, really did, then we would understand that it. we have to really start with, with children. We have to start with the youth. We have to bring them into uh, a better world. We have to teach them a better world. And then we have to, you know, we have to lead by example. I was watching this good documentary the other day, The Minimalists on Netflix, and one of the guys said, you know, <clears throat> we it's easy to like tell our kids what we want them to be and what we want them to do. He said, but when they see us living the life <clears throat> that we're living, they're inspired. You know, they, they take away much more from that. And that's 100% true. Now just blow that up on the macro level. You know, what do you get? <clears throat> you know, lead by example. 
lead by example. And, you know, for far too long, we've had a ruling elite in this country that that does not lead by example. They don't lead by the, 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 the true real example. You know, it's this material game example. It's the sociopathic, parasitical kind of nature in the of our of our society. You know that, that we mistrust each other and all this stuff. I mean, we're so we're in such desperate need for love, for peace. You know, for just people to calm down. <clears throat> and 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 why are we in so desperate need for it? Because <laughs> because why not? Because you only have one life to live, as far as we know. So why not try to live in an, in an amazing place? I mean, if you think this is the best it can get, you're crazy. I mean, it could be, it could be a million times better. But it just starts with people ha- having the freedom to have a choice. You have to have the freedom to allow people to, to learn how to... Y- learn the world around them to at their own rate at their own speed at their own in their own way you know how they do it everybody learns in different ways everybody's attracted to different things so the freedom of choice and the elimination of all uh all force on individuals you know complete voluntary society And when you have a complete voluntary society, you have people, you know, like-minded people will get together with like-minded people, and they'll and they'll contribute and they'll build things that they want, and they'll inspire each other, and new things will arise out of that that we can't even possibly imagine right now. That they'll have to think about: should we use that? Should we make a law against that? Should we ban, you know, should, what should we do with this thing, this this new thing? And hopefully they'll be able to, to continue to make the right choice of allowing, you know, in a responsible way, the, the, you know, this thing to be explored. And that's really what we're, the only thing we're asking is we're asking to have the opportunity to have a choice to explore psychedelics, to explore the potential there's so much potential to be explored there. And I should, you know, I was talking about that Carl Sagan quote. I mean, Carl Sagan, brilliant, you know, the Cosmos uh, author and uh, brilliant man, Carl, Carl Sagan. He knew the, the power of uh, alternative states of consciousness of, you know, marijuana, psychedelics. He knew. Because he, you know, exploring the cosmos is great. I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're explorers. We're meant to explore and exploring your inner space is just as exciting. I mean, there's so much there. And exploring these wonderful tools that we have of Earth that allow us to access those points or that allow us to access other dimensions, other realms, other other universes, essentially, other experiences. We have the If we have the freedom to choose the kinds of experiences that we want to be uh, exploring... The, the possibilities are endless for new ideas to flourish, you know, for more creativity to happen, for more peace and, and empathy and love to be, be uh, shed around. That's the kind of thing that we need to happen. You know, we need to have that, that right. Everybody needs to have that right to do that. 
to have the not not to I just want to be clear here at what I'm saying. I'm not saying that everybody needs to do psychedelics. I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm saying that everybody should be presented with the option to do whatever they like as long as they're not harming another individual. Pretty much it. And then, you you know, we can kind of determine what's, you know, kind of appropriate in whichever kind of place that, uh, you know, in, in the environment and for who and, and all that kind of stuff. We can figure all that out, you know, when we get together and we can we can figure it out. I mean, that's, you know, people have been singing about this and talking about this and writing about this for, for a very long time, you know, a very long time. You know, the, imagine if, you know, if, imagine if people could work together. You know, imagine if we can get together. I mean, we can. We can get together. You know, we saw the the women's march and, and, and those kinds of things. I mean, people can, or, you know, organize and get together. You know, Occupy Wall Street, the Arab Spring, those kinds of things. People can organize. People can get together. You know, we can voluntarily come together. For a, for a benefit that's greater than anything that we can do individually. Now, if you just keep that in mind, that that can happen, why do you need to force people to do anything? You don't. You don't you don't need to force people to do anything that they don't want to do against their will. All you need is the freedom to have the choice to connect in a way that you find lights up your being, you know. Whatever that is, connect with that. Connect with the people that are involved in that that are like-minded individuals and you'll work together to come up with solutions for things that you care about in a peaceful voluntary way wherever there's human beings that have needs there's other human beings that want to fill those needs for that person in exchange for for something gratitude money another a favor you know, whatever it is and you know then there are a lot of people that genuinely just help people you know the goodness of their heart and that's great too and then there's people that you know really don't and they just kind of you know do their own thing but that's fine too because even them just doing their own thing is radiating a certain kind of presence in into the field of being you know, if they're if they're feeling happy and successful, and if they're feeling good, you know, then people around them are feeling that way as well. So, as long as you give people, as long as you give people the opportunity to have the choice, most people will do. Will do decent things, but it's when you dist- when you distort the natural flow of humanity when you distort what's most natural what's most sacred what what speaks to us most what speaks to our soul the most when you distort and obstruct that prevent that and and disallow that you know that's that creates a different kind of human that creates a a very different kind of person almost a not 
complete person. You know, a person that's stuck or cloudy or not full, you know, not fully present, not fully conscious, not fully aware, not fully woke. <laughs> and it's not, you know, it's 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 not to say that people that are you know, walking around oblivious and unconscious, that there's something wrong with them. There's there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that they've been hooked. They've been hooked by this you know, this 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 kind of these these Frankenstein monsters that we create as the, as institutions that we want to serve us. You know, we want to create these institutions to serve us because we feel that these institutions can do more than individuals can. Or the, or the presumption is that if this type of service isn't available, you know, if we don't forcefully demand that this type of service exists, that nobody will willfully and voluntarily create it. And that's just not the case. You know, people thrive off incentives. People thrive off of that stuff because people want a meaning in their life. People want a purpose. People want something to believe in. You know, and that's really the key to it all is that you, you're, you know, finding good things to believe in. You know, having that choice to believe in things. Because the, the options that were presented as you know, having a quote-unquote choice, which we really don't, you know, it's, it's just given to us, that, that, that's not something that, you know, that's, we can't believe in that anymore, it's, it's, you know, it's a draining belief, it's, it's something that's, um, you know, it's, it seemed appealing at first, I think, you know, the first kind of notion, you know, the first selling of it, but I think that we need new, new things to believe in, You know, belief in 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 things is good, and I th I think belief in things is is really what um, what it's all about. You know, when you're when you believe in something so much, you transcend time and space. You 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 become in a flow state. You're, you know, you enter this flow state where there's you know you're just so in the zone. You are so honed in. That nothing else matters. That, that there's, you know, time just flies. It's it's not even a thing anymore. And you're just, you know, you're doing something that elevates you to a to a higher level. Whatever it is, I, I went skiing this past weekend. Like when I'm skiing downhill, I am, I am concentrating. I am not thinking about anything, and I am in the, I am in a flow state. I am in a a moment. When you, when you have a society that's free enough to allow people to experience these kinds of moments more and more, you know, that's the dream. That is what, that is the dream. That is, that's the dream for all of humanity. Everybody wants that. And so the, you know, the thing is really that we we live in a time right now 
where it's very easy for many people all over the world to connect with each other and express these kinds of ideas and build upon these kinds of ideas because I think that's key. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast right now is because I had an idea and I want to express it into the world and I hope that somebody listening gets something out of it and I get some feedback from it or I get challenged from it. Whatever it is, I'm I'm trying to build build something. I'm trying to build something um something great. And I think that uh that should be the goal for everyone, right? We all want to build, you know, we all want to live every single person uh, on this planet, you know, wants to live uh, a good life, you know, for themselves. So if you can if you can take care of yourself and make sure that you live a good life uh then you know naturally other people are going to do that as well but unfortunately this kind of message is only reaching people that are open you know to to that you know there there's got to be an opening there's a lot of people that I know that there's no opening. You know, there's no opening to present any of these ideas. It's almost like they're robots. It's almost like they're completely non-human. They're they're not able to even like begin to grasp with exploring these kinds of topics. And possibly putting them into practice or taking action on them. But it has to uh it has to start somewhere. There has to be a, a there has to be a real uh a re- there has to be a real action to take place to start moving things in the right direction uh in in our lifetimes because like I said we we only get one so you know if you have the, if we have the opportunity right now being as far as we know being the first civilization on the planet to to be able to start implementing freedom and liberty across the board total freedom and liberty across the board you know shrinking the size of government and allowing freedoms to for people to explore their consciousness and experience altered states and and experience ayahuasca ceremonies to heal mushroom therapy to heal boga healing you know addiction it works well with that you know if we're able to explore all these kinds of medicines and these drugs and these wonderful tools and teachers and really go inside and and explore our own consciousness our own mind and our own being And we are a global unit of like-minded people that are that are doing this stuff and that are sharing this stuff and they're having dialogues and building on this, these kinds of ideas. Then, naturally, you know, it's it it, it it would seem to me that it would be almost like our duty to to our ancestors, to humanity, uh, in, to bring this to fruition. You know, uh, that, that, that 
people always talk about like, oh, you know, people died for that vote. You know, it's like there was a lot of people that died and they died in very bad conditions all throughout, you know, the history of the civilized world. So now we're living in a pretty luxurious time. I think that it would be foolish for us to not take this opportunity to to really change the world for the better of everybody. You know, I always talk about this in terms like, you know, if we're playing a video game, it's like, you know, the the point of the video game is to unite everybody, not divide everybody. You know, it's to share with everybody, not control everybody. You know, that's hard. That's that's the new game. That's the harder game. The the game of domination and, and empire building and control. We've seen that. You know, we've 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 played that. We've played that for a long time. We we know where that goes. You know, that's that, that's obvious. We can learn from from our mistakes. So that's the that's the takeaway here in this little solo rant cast, whatever I don't know what I'm going to be calling these things, but high inspirations or something like that. Uh, maybe someone could think of a good name. But my point here is that you know, this is this is why I do what I do. I do what I do so I can communicate the kinds of ideas uh, and talk to the kinds of people that are thinking, you know, that are thinking beyond the current set of choices or rules that we have available to us you know we're we're thinking in new completely new ways um and those new ways are formed by you know taking many parts of old ways and present ways and things like that and combining them and vision the, having the vision for future ways so you know all this stuff is very very important because we're we're learning you know we're we're helping each other learn it's uh you know, it's like it's like sending code over from one computer to the other. It's like there's a building, there's a learning process. There's there's something that happens. And now, like I said, since we live in this time where we're all connected by this glorious creation, the Internet, when we all have uh, the freedom to learn as much as we want and consume as much information as we want or or whatever, you know, watch a bunch of cat videos on YouTube as much as we want. Whatever it is, we have the total freedom to explore this kind of world. And we can connect with each other and share things with each other. And so we need that level of, of freedom in the, in, in the real world. Because we've seen what we've been able to do with the technology that we've developed. And, and you know, the kind of freedom and, and connection that we've loud and you know a lot of people will say well there's a lot of you know mean people online and things like that as well and i think that's true there are but i think that we're you know it's it's like any new thing like i like i talked about before like when you when you are born into this world you're discovering how to walk how to crawl how to talk how to you know you're figuring it all out you know when this this technology is relatively new this level of connectedness is is revolutionary i mean this is this is completely new Never ever has a society, you know, never ever has the human race been totally connected to each other in the way that they are. You know, we have the connection from the technology. We have the, the, the technology allows us to connect with each other, but it doesn't really allow us to connect with each other. We're, you know, we're missing the empathy. 
we're missing the the love and the and the empathy and the understanding and the compassion. So we need to connect with each other in that way. And I think that a big catalyst, a big tool, uh, Aubrey Marcus calls them the earth movers. And I think this is, you know, the human, the human shakers, you know, it's just like, it just takes you and it just shakes you like a, like an apple tree and all the rotten apples get shaken off. That's what these things do. Now that's what, that's what mushrooms can do for you. That's what psilocybin mushrooms can do for you. That's what LSD could do for you. That's what ayahuasca could do for you. That's what aboga could do for you. And I think that a lot of people need to be presented with those options, you know, need to be presented with the information and the knowledge. And, you know, Alex Jones runs a show called InfoWars. And, you know, who would have thought Alex Jones would have had such the perfect name for the time that we live in right now? I mean, it really is the InfoWars. It's, you know, like like what, what Terrence McKenna says in the beginning of this podcast, the reason why I chose that clip is because information is power. Knowledge is power. Wisdom is power. And whoever controls the flow or the accessibility of that can, can control others. And, you know, we're still currently living in that situation. So I think now is the opportunity where we have the technology, we have the connectedness, we have the ability are we going to use it? Are we going to do it? You know, are we going to are we going to live in a we're going to create a better place to to exist? And you know, when I talk about these better places to exist, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's like, "Oh, well, what do you mean? It's pretty good, right?" Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it is. It definitely is. But, you know, some of the things that really um that I get inspired about is is being totally surrounded by people who are radiating with uh, an energy because they're so present and they're so conscious you know that that I, it's in almost indescribable feeling it's like you get their energy from being around them you know so the more people we can create that are like that and if you can make yourself into that that is an amazing thing and it, it and it builds you know and um And so, yeah, I'm so I'm really, you know, I'm really interested in in that. And I'm really interested in living a very kind of simple, kind of minimalist life almost. You know, it's having some things but not being obsessed with things uh, because they really can only get us so, so far. Um and I, you know, I just, I, I like to be invigorated with the spirit of feeling alive, feeling like a full human being, you know, um, cooking. I've been cooking a lot lately and cooking, it just, it really puts you, it pulls you into the present moment and you're creating something, you're being creative and you're doing something that's, you know, enjoyable because you're going to eat it, you know, it's going to be tasty and delicious, it's going to nourish you. And maybe if you're cooking with someone, if you're, you know, your girlfriend or someone, you're going to feed her. She's going to be nourished and, and, and satisfied. And so you're, you know, you're doing the, and you're, you know, you're, you're using your hands and you're, you're, you're putting your hands in the dough and you're cutting the meat and it's all very, you're connecting 
to life around us. You're connecting to the earth and to nature and to life around us. And, and really, you know, that's something that these are some of the things that I'm interested in. And I'm interested also in, um, not working so much, you know, not having, not being this kind of, you know, rat on a treadmill, just kind of chasing the, 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 the carrot, right? Like the, the carrot on the horse. You know, we put a lot of pressure on, on kids and we put a lot of pressure and we, you know, we put these kid these poor kids, you know, a lot of them just want to be like running around and, you know, jumping around and playing, running through the woods, you know, barefoot, whatever. You know, that's, that's kind of, that's what kids are supposed to do. That's what human kids are supposed to do, you know. You know, there's, there's this kind of loss of adventure, of playfulness in our society. Everything has to be so serious, you know. And that's, that's, that's got to be loosened up, you know. That's, that's, you know, for what? What is it for? Right. I mean, what are we do? What are we doing? Who are we working for? You know, it's it's what, what what's the end goal here? Yes, there, of course, innovation and technology and all that stuff. That's great. That's amazing. But there's a lot of things that are kind of unnecessary that are, you know, that are distorted because of uh, interference with with, you know, our, our money supply and manipulation and things like that. So. It, you know, there's there's a truer way to live. There's a, a truer way to live. I think the truer way to live is the way that the tribal communities, the indigenous communities lived. You know, there's a lot of examples of them uh, live. You know, coming up with they have they have economies. You know, there's there's it, they're not all completely. I don't know. It's it, this is something like egot there. They are like somewhat egalitarian, uh, egalitarian. Sorry, egalitarian societies, but it's a egalitarian by choice. It's not. Uh, it's not egalitarian by force. It's it's by choice. Everybody that lives there is choosing voluntarily to live there in a specific sort of way. So there's these sort of like norms and 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 things of the of the little tribe. You know, you just you just share things with everyone because that's just what everyone does. So there, but once again, for people that don't want to experience things in this way, that's completely fine. You know, you, th that's why there should be the freedom of the of choice, freedom to choose in which way you would like to experience this existence that we call life. I think I'll just end it there. Well, I hope that uh, this was worth it. I hope this was a worthwhile listen. A uh, little rant, a little solo jam. And um, thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>